0: Have you ever wondered what therapy is like or what your loved ones talk about when they are with their therapist? Well, now you can be a fly on the wall in a real therapy session, an unnoticed observer. During this episode, you'll hear a real group therapy session with a modern twist. Our group therapy sessions are done as a mock podcast where participants are encouraged to have open dialogue about their mental health and addiction challenges. As an observer of this episode, we hope that you will learn something helpful for those among us whose struggles often go unnoticed. All personally identifiable information has been removed for the privacy of the participants. Thank you for listening.
1: So, we're going to go around. Everybody's going to say their name on the show. We use fake names. My name is Shark Man.
0: A snow angel.
1: Just angel. Trill. Trill. Rose. Rose. One name, one word. Stan. Stan. Brain dead. That's two words.
2: Uh, hmm. No, it's one word actually because brain dead is a word. Nah, it's, it's two syllables. You okay. got to mm. keep it short. How about... Um, <laughs> how about penguin?
1: All right, penguin. Sick. Awesome. Welcome. Penguin is new. And Stan is new. And so when we have new people, we interview them on the show, slash interrogate them, so we find out about your story. And that means it's up to the people who are not new in the group anymore, you three and myself, to ask them questions. Um, So who wants to start? Uh, I'll start. All right. So that means we're going to start interviewing Stan.
2: Alright, Stan What's up? What brings you to this room
3: today?
1: Wow, you went right for the big question Usually we like lead into it a little bit Get right. a little background first all right. so Oh yeah, by the way, I forgot to tell you guys So the two rules are we use fake names And the other one is you don't curse on this show
2: Ah, oh, it's gonna be so hard
1: It's alright It's I have no filter Challenge worth stepping up to it's arc. a good skill if you ever get on the radio. All
2: right, all right. Uh, so you'd sit around and um, do that. So what, um, what? So what would you do around? Um, so what brought you here today?
1: Man, you're jumping right to it again. Let's. let's um, I liked where. What's you were... your favorite color? All right.
3: Oh,
2: oh all right. God. So, uh, what is your favorite movie?
1: It's got to be an arc. Uh, you know. Uh, well, you know what I'm John talking Wick,
4: about. John Wick or Parsley Caribbean.
2: Yeah, I love John Wick. John Wick's a fantastic movie. Uh how did you do in school?
1: Uh
4: pretty good with grades, but I was getting kicked out and uh stuff.
2: Kicked out of school?
1: Yeah. A bunch of times. For what?
4: Uh stupid crap. Like what? I don't know, like being loud in class and uh only remember like fights and uh doing doing like I one time put, like, black pepper in the teacher's coffee. This ah, Stan, I've been danger.
2: there. This one time, my friends and I, yeah. we were planning to put laxatives in our math teacher's coffee. Or, or, um, I'm so glad I'm not a teacher. Or a hallucinogen with the I laxatives. I know somebody who wants time acid. Because their... b- before I could do that, uh, I got sent here, and now I'm questioning you. Let, so, me, let me tell
1: you guys, I used to get kicked out of class so much that I became buddies with the principal. And then he came to my wedding 20 years later because I spent so much time over the years in his office that we stayed in touch. Is that crazy? That's I got, insane. What, my favorite thing I ever got kicked out of class for was there was this teacher. Her name was Ivy. I call her Poison Ivy. And I did not like her at all. So I used to call her over like a cat. <laughs> I go, like, when I have a question, I go, that's brilliant. <laughs> And she's like, I am not a cat. I go, no one's calling you a cat. <laughs> she goes, okay, you cannot disrespect me like that. I'm not a cat. I'm like, no one said anything about you being a cat. That's in your head. You have some delusion that you're a cat? She's like, all right, get out of here. I go to the principal. I go, she's crazy. She thinks she's a cat.
2: Yeah, I used to. I,
1: just, I don't know what to tell you. I go didn't kick that out of class
2: that much. Like once in a while, but I used to get kicked out of presentations. Like, so one time I was doing a presentation on female spies and I walk up and I go... Female spies, Um, I didn't have any slides prepared or anything, so I was Mm -hmm. just like, there's a picture that said female spies, and I was like, female spies are pretty insane because they did insane things, and that was pretty crazy. And then I walked off, and everyone applauded. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's pretty accurate. They are insane and did insane things. uh, Angel, you're like zoned off into nowhere. Trill, also, head down, not hearing Mm -hmm. anything from you. It's a little party going on on this side. What's going on over there?
3: I've been annoyed for the past couple days, so like. Why? Just a lot of people have been lying to me.
1: How's that different than the whole rest of your life?
3: Cause like, I'm here for treatment and I don't gotta deal with it right now. Especially.
1: People are always gonna lie to you, you know?
3: Yeah, but Unfortunately, it's true.
1: Yeah, no,
2: there are a lot of liars here. It's pretty irritating.
1: All right. What's going on with you, Trill? I'm just chilling. There's, like, some ASMR yes, going on over cool. there. Um, just chilling? You seem, like, not happy. Am I right?
4: Uh, I'm fine. You're fine? Yeah. Okay,
1: cool. Alright, well feel free to be part of this. I'd love to have your I voice am. be heard. I am part of it. I know, I mean like jump in there, and ask some questions and stuff. Alright. Thank you. Um interesting. So getting kicked out of class all the time. Mm-hmm. You got brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got I got an older brother
4: and a younger brother.
1: Okay, so you're in the middle. Mm-hmm. What do your parents do?
4: Oh, uh, my mom's a nurse. And uh, my dad has, like, a business. What kind? He goes to, like, like food factories. And, like, you know how they get tested for food, like, safety? Yeah. So, like, he makes sure that they're not doing anything wrong. And he tells them, like, what to change and stuff, I think. For food safety? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he makes sure that they pass the test. For what? Because, you know, like, every factory... The, the government checks that it's like they're making it right. So he makes sure that they're...
1: He works like, for the government?
4: No, nah, no. Nah. He works for the companies to make sure that they don't fail the test.
1: What's the test?
4: And I don't know. They have an audit. Some an inspector comes every year and makes sure that it's healthy. Oh.
1: Huh. So like how do you test something like that? Be like... He, he they would look... Like, it they would taste look... taste healthy. No,
4: nah, they like, would look for like... Like things that would... Make your food bad. I don't know, like bad, like not washing your hands. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't do his job. I, don't I know. know what he I, does. I get it.
1: It's just funny. Just like good shows up. He goes, mm, No, this looks pretty healthy. You guys are shut down for another year. I guess so. What is this? Carrots? Yeah. All right, you're good. Is that potato chips? You have to shut you down.
2: Yeah, ain't no potato chips loud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that dude washing his hands over there? Yeah, I swear, he washed his hands. Let me see those hands. Filthy. You guys are done. Tough crowd in here today.
2: Stan, what's the color of the sky? It's blue. Is it, though? It looks blue. Yeah, the sky's pretty blue today. (laughs) It's always blue. When When you... Before you came here, uh... When we looked at the sky, was it always blue?
4: Yeah. Well one time I was I was driven pretty hard and it turned like a
2: darker shade of blue. Interesting, because the sky's always been blue for me too.
1: Word. Word. No. <laughs> that was the tease. Uh. What do you got here? Is this a uh, pumpkin? I'm just gonna keep pushing the same bad joke until somebody like. Yeah,
4: that's what I was about to say. <laughs> just asking like
1: the sky, like what? <laughs> <laughs> healthy? Is this healthy? All right. Okay. So your middle child, your dad does some kind of healthy food inspection, safety, safety. And your mom is a nurse. Is a nurse. Yeah. You get along well with your siblings? Uh, uh, your brothers? Yeah, I guess so.
4: I mean, Motorbrush is kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, I guess I got along with them. Okay.
1: Okay. So what kind of, like, community did you grow up in?
4: A Jewish community.
1: I mean, like, what was it like?
4: Oh, uh, what was it like? Uh, I grew up in Israel. Uh,
1: in Israel? Yeah, yeah, for a few years. When did when did you move from there? Uh, I was, like, three or four. Are your parents Israeli?
4: Uh, my mom is. My dad is uh, he's regular American.
1: Why did they decide to move? You
4: uh, know when my parents got divorced, my mom moved there. Ah, uh, cause uh, yeah, her her parents lived there. So.
1: So your parents got divorced, and you were four. Yeah. And your mom got custody of you and your brothers.
4: Yeah. Uh, I I used to visit my dad, but I don't do that anymore. In Israel. No, no, no. You know here in America.
1: He moved also. Yeah. So the whole fence. So that's like a crazy change in your life, right there. That's like a big piece of your story. Like you moved from a different country. Yeah. Your parents, like all this, all this happened at once. Your parents got divorced, and you moved from another country.
4: Yeah, but like first, my mom had to leave the house, so we lived like I forget exactly what she told me. Some kind of like program thing, and then after a couple months, we moved to America.
1: She had to leave the house. Why?
4: Oh, cause uh, shit, that my dad was doing.
1: Because what what was he doing?
4: Oh, he was like alcoholic, and he was uh, abusive,
1: and uh, yeah, all that. I mean, this is a crazy story, right? This is there's a lot going on here, right?
2: Yeah, it's actually insane. It's you crazy. guys must
1: have some questions about this, right? I'm leading you in to like ask some questions, cause like this is a pretty interesting. It's a pretty interesting story.
3: How'd you get here?
1: How did I get here
4: to rehab? Like, or, what led
3: you to
4: coming? Uh, I guess losing my shit at my house, and then getting sent to the hospital.
2: What made you snap?
4: Uh, my mom, like, uh, telling me not to do shit, and uh, taking my money and my jewel.
1: And your what? My jewel. Is that small cannon? Yes, yeah, and you said
2: e-cigarette exactly cigarette but electronic
1: so you so you did your, did your mom ever remarry yeah so what's your stepdad like
4: he's a, he's a he's like a he's a nice guy i guess what does he do uh he draws like he draws uh
1: buildings he's an architect yeah and and you like him
4: yeah, most of the
1: time. And your brother's like him? Oh, uh, yeah. Do you see him like a dad or is he not really like a dad? Like, I mean, what's it, what's it like with his stepdad? How do you really view him as?
4: I don't know. I mean, for me, he never liked me. So it was, we kind of had like a shitty relationship. But, uh, um, I guess my little brother, he kind of accepted him as a dad. But for him, he, for, like, we just kind of like live in the same house. But, like, I hardly ever talked to him. And, uh, Hardly ever see him, so I don't know.
1: We don't that, cards? So, are you closer with your speak. real dad than, than with your stepdad? No,
4: I don't talk to my real dad. At I all? I haven't seen him in, like, two years, so.
1: Has anybody else got a similar situation to this at home? No, no? Yeah, it's pretty unique. Pretty unique situation. I mean, like, if I was doing a biography on you, I mean, like, there's a lot that happened in this year that your parents get divorced and you change countries and you probably had like a whole like shift in identity too of like, who am I? When I, when you got to America, you left behind the family life. You knew you left behind your friends, a culture, a language, a neighborhood. And you're like, okay, well, I guess this is my life now. Right. Right. And then this yep. new dude shows up and you don't even like him. You don't get along with him.
4: No, that didn't happen until like three, four years ago. I was okay. Right. So.
1: But that, so there's a long time that you're just living with a single mom then? Yeah. What was that whole experience like for you?
4: It was, it was all right. I mean, I uh, always, always liked my mom. Like, she was always, she was like always a really good uh, mother. And uh, she always, she always was like yeah it was it wasn't bad I didn't um I had a you know she raised us all good and stuff I had a good childhood mm-hmm.
1: so how'd you get off on a bad foot with the, the
4: stepdad
1: um when I started like
4: smoking weed and like staying out late and all that he that that was really what like ended anything but from the start he didn't like me because i was like a, I was always like a rebellious kid even when i was little and he was always like a straight person like he was always i don't know how he grew up he's always like i don't know so we never got along
1: he doesn't understand you at all
4: yeah i guess not
1: well he can't right if he's a real straight-laced guy like he doesn't understand the life you've had oh yeah I really want to encourage the rest of you to ask some questions because...
4: Why is this a group? Hmm?
1: What's the question? Sorry.
4: Uh, how is this... What's the, what's the point of this group?
1: It's kind of an expressive group, you know? It's a processing group in a way. And... Uh, it's a, it's a time, time for you guys to talk about stuff. Whatever you want to talk about. It's a freestyle conversation. Usually not quite as... Drained of life as it seems today. It's kind of a fun group, usually. Yeah,
4: so far like we do three people didn't even speak yet. So yeah, it's
1: uh, it's an odd energy in here. I'm trying to like work with it. It's not the easiest to do, but I'm trying. I also just want to try and be respectful to the three people who are being quiet that I know they're all going through something today And I don't know if they want to talk about it because they're not talking about it.
3: I just have a question Is being a pathological liar a mental illness?
1: Is this a leading question is it kind of like
3: no, it's just a question
2: I I Believe it's a mental illness. Yeah, cuz it could be cured So I I don't think it can be cured because I've dealt with a lot of pathological liars and it can be cured but
1: i mean i'm just wondering if if this is pushing somebody's button in the group when it's not it's not so if i talk about this it's not like somebody feels like they're being accused of being that
3: i hope not all
1: right so what i'll tell you then is that it's not a mental illness but it is a symptom of something else for instance, I used to be a pathological liar myself, and it was because I was—I had a rough childhood growing up, and whatever I used to say, if it wasn't what um, my dad wanted to hear, then like it would—it wouldn't end well for a long time. So I learned how to lie, just to sort of like not deal with that, you know. For example, like. If I went out to get, like, a slice of pizza, it's kind of normal for, like, a teenager to do that, right? But I would come home and, like, my dad be like, where were you? If I would be like, I got a slice of pizza, he'd be like, there's food in the house. Why the hell are you spending money on pizza? And it could become, like, a huge fight for no reason because that was the nature of that relationship at the time. So I'd just be like, oh, I just walked around the block. Like, I just got in the habit of lying well,
3: that's like to protect a white myself. Lie. I'm talking about making well, I'm
1: up. Well, I'm getting to that. I'm saying, like, it, it sort of trained me to lie. And once you kind of detach yourself from the truth, it's easy to go from a white lie to a big lie to any lie because it doesn't matter. You no longer feel like anything when you lie. So I got to a point where I was lying for no reason all the time. Like I was in a relationship with this girl, and like I would, I would like come home, and she'd be like, "Where were you?" And I would just lie. And there there was no—I could have just told her the truth; it wouldn't have mattered at all, because she wasn't, you know, my dad. She wasn't who I grew up with, and I was just lying for no reason. And I would just be like, like I'll use the pizza example, okay? Because just to keep it consistent, so you can compare and contrast. I'd be like, let's say I went out for pizza. She'd be like, did you have dinner? And I'd be like, no, I didn't. She's like, do you want dinner? I'm like, no, I'm not hungry. She's like, why are you not hungry? Like, I thought you said you didn't have dinner. And then, like, I said to her one time when, when one of these kind of examples happened like that, I was like, I'm I'm lying. And she's like, why? She's like, why would you lie? It's such a, Who cares if you had dinner? For instance, I don't remember if that was the thing, right? I'm like, I just just lie a lot. I'm I'm just a liar. And she's like, why? Like, I wouldn't care. Like, who gives a, you know? I'm like, I don't know. I just sort of trained myself to lie because I had a rough childhood and I just got through it by lying a lot. And now I can't stop lying. And she's like, that's horrible for you. Like, does that suck for you? I'm like, yeah, it sucks because I don't really, like know what's real anymore what's you know i i'm losing a sense of like my own reality and i i just feel like i'm not a real person i'm just like not living in truth anymore at all and then i remember that being the point when i consciously decided like i'm going to cop to every lie i'm like would you mind if i like tell you every time i'm lying cuz i instinctively do it just so i could sort of train myself to stop lying and she's like okay So all the time I I would like say things and be like, Okay, that was a lie just now. What I just said was a lie. And then she'd be like, So what's the truth? And I'd be like that. She'd be like, Okay. And then like I'd learn that like, oh, there's no negative consequence to telling the truth anymore because I'm free of that environment now. Like I can just be myself and be accepted and loved for who I am and what I do is fine. And I'm, like, my own person, and I don't need to lie about anything anymore. And even if it sucks, if I did something that she thinks sucks, like, it's fine because you just deal with it, you know? Like, you can have an argument. You can be like, okay, yeah, sorry about that. Or you could be like, all right, fine, so you hate me for that, whatever. You know, like, all those things are fine. Like, you can just do that. So that's how I stop lying. It wasn't a mental illness for me it was just it was based on circumstance it was just based on like i had trained myself to protect myself and then i untrained myself again kind of to protect myself from becoming this person who couldn't live in in reality because everything was a lie like i blurred the lines between like that's what happens when your lies get out of control you you start even don't realize what What is true and what isn't true so i don't know who lied to you but have a little sympathy for why lying starts and maybe that's what happened
2: uh well there's differences between different types of liars there are sociopathic pathological liars that like that sounds horrible that can't ever be like they don't ever stop because they're sociopaths and there are um people that aren't sociopaths that are pathological liars for example you you're able to fix that but
1: it took me oh, years though. Yeah. So I, was, I was I was I mean, like, I'm I no could have become I could have become a sociopath not, not my exes
2: was.
1: I could have become one. I really could I could have gone down that road I was a losing lie. my mind from it.
3: These lies hurt people a lot and they affect people fuck people up a lot Yeah. There's, there's one time uh, I, I messed people up I a had lot. this girlfriend
2: that was an actress like she was like a pretty well known actress. Like, I'm not that well known, but like maybe like 100,000 fans. She's pretty
1: well known. Mm-hmm. And then
2: uh, after we broke up, she told everyone that I was like a, a heroin junkie. And that's why we broke up. But I mean, I was abusing pills and alcohol, but like, I never did heroin. Like, mm-hmm. she was telling everyone I did heroin. So, like, I don't understand people like that.
1: Well, actress, actors and actresses need to be able to lie. Yes, like, lied, it's part like, of the job description. You have insane. to be able to, like, incom- take on a whole different personality, right? You have to be able to lie. Like, a good actor is a good liar. Yeah, so this, our whole relationship
2: was just her acting. It It's pretty, pretty whack.
1: Yeah. Are you doing okay over there? I'm just really pissed. Can you talk about it? Because, like...
3: No, because it would involve a lot of bad words and a lot of mean things.
1: I think you could do it without that. No, I really can't. Well, think about it. Take a few minutes and think about how you can put it. My point being, like, I don't know your ex-girlfriend, and it's so emotional to go near something like that, and especially when you wound up having your character, like, dragged through the mud because of it. So I'm not going to, like, even attempt to defend her, but I will defend the idea that people generally don't become liars because they have a great yeah upbring.
2: It's because she was raised as an actress. I understand that.
1: Like it's like nobody comes from like a really happy home and just says, Hey, I'm gonna start lying today. Like
2: Yeah, it takes experiences.
1: Something bad happens and that's how you start lying. Like everyone in my opinion would rather tell the truth and be fine. Because you know like you know the cliche old saying the truth will set you free? Yeah. I actually understand that saying as in like when a little bit backwards like when you are free you can tell the truth. A free man or woman has nothing to be afraid of. They're fearless. When you're fearless, you don't lie. Lies come out of fear. When you have no fear, you don't need to lie because you're like gangster. You're like I don't I'm good. What are you going to do? That's the truth. You don't like it? So, like, it's almost like when someone's lying to you, you know they're scared. And when someone's scared, that's weakness. And when someone's weak, that means someone made them weak. Or something happened to make them weak. Why did this become an African drum circle? I I feel like a witch doctor or something now. Like... Here, give me the drums again. Yeah, but give I the, I, me, I, under,
2: the, I understand what you're saying. I, yeah. I lied to my mom all the time and my dad when I was doing like a lot, of, taking a lot of pills and taking alcohol. Like I
1: lied to them about everything. And he, he took a lot of pills.
2: Yeah, it took a lot of pills, you know. And uh, he lied. Recently, I, I had a really good phone call with my mom.
1: And a very good phone call.
2: I told her the complete truth, and I've never felt better. It,
1: that's the thing. The truth so, of sal- setting you free because it means like. I made, a, uh,
2: I made a promise with my mom and my family that everyone in my family would tell the truth from now on. No more lies, no matter how messed up they are. Bullshit. So from now on, I'm an honest person.
1: Own, owning it and being honest is the best thing you could do for your self-confidence. Did you like my little African uh, tribal leader? Uh, yeah, I was badass. Thank you. It's it's so true. Like What it does for you to stop lying... As much as lies hurt everybody else, they never come close to doing the damage they do to the person lying. Because Um, the the person lying feels more and more hollow inside.
2: Uh, I tend to disagree. Like, some people have lied about me, and it's really messed up my life in a lot of situations.
1: Yeah, it messed up your life in those situations. Key word yeah but I, situations I, I, like the,
2: the people who lied about me were sociopaths and i don't think they even feel anything so. yes
1: that's what my, you you're thank you you're kind of just making my point I, the I, people I, who lied about you are stuck being sociopaths for life your life got messed up in those situations you move on they don't that's why it's worse for them they know, are trapped they are trapped in their own but, deceit. It, but it makes them is, is,
2: it makes
4: them feel better doesn't. I mean, they did that to themselves, what they do to other people. I'm saying like lying Yeah, like I take responsibility. You know, yeah, like you know, maybe you're saying, Oh, like when they lie, it hollows them out, but you're the one hollowing out yourself and uh you, but the person getting damaged did nothing to deserve that.
1: Lying is a drug, right? And the more you do it, the more it weakens you. In the same way that you see somebody who's done like a ton of meth and you're like, oh damn, you don't look good, you know?
2: Yeah, I did a ton of meth.
1: Yeah, well, no, you look all right, but... I did not look all right a couple months ago. Well, there you go. It's the same thing with lying. It's just not... It's just... It's on the inside more than it's on the outside. But the drug of lying destroys a person inside. Just destroys them. And they know it. And they're often an addict to it, and they can't stop. And the same way that I got out of lying is the same way a lot of people get out of doing drugs, where they're like, held themselves accountable, or tell someone, hold me accountable. It's like AA, or OA, or NA, or any of those A's. It's just like, the confession is a big part of it, right? Where you're like, hey, I, I've been doing this thing, hold me accountable. Mic noises are driving me nuts, guys. It's like,
4: sorry, I
1: understand. that There's like,
3: can we change the topic?
1: You, yeah. yeah, I mean, you started Scrawl. the topic, yeah, so you can change like it, it went on for a while. Yeah, a long while. I had a lot to say about it. Yes, I, I've been, I lived it, I lived through that. Yeah, I think mm-hmm.
2: everyone here is maybe not everyone, but a lot of people here have lived through
1: it. It's uh, non- being on both sides of it just sucks, and I've been lied about too, and it's it's horrible because like. You feel powerless. You're like, yup. Especially when the other people believe it. You're like, you're stripping me of of some some you know part of myself. Yeah, I mean, like my life got like
2: ruined for a while because of lies about me. I mean, like, I just,
1: it's lies suck. People shouldn't lie. Yeah, they're they're a drug, man.
0: Are you or someone you know looking for treatment options in Los Angeles? The Los Angeles Outpatient Center is an adult clinic specializing in mental health and eating disorders. Located in Culver City, California, LAOP offers day and evening programs to accommodate individuals' busy lives and treatment needs. Each treatment plan is individualized and includes both group and individual therapy sessions and daily free nourishing meals. Most major insurance companies are accepted, and their program specialists are there to help you every step of the way. Learn more at laopcenter.com or by calling 888-928-3805.
1: Okay, switch the topic for us. You wanted to change it. I wouldn't say you talked a lot, Angel, but you did step it up.
3: Have someone who hasn't talked to talk.
1: What's like everybody's I sa- Like codenoms? I said before, don't point a finger to other people. I'm not
3: pointing a finger at anybody. I
1: mean, people who haven't talked know they haven't talked, and they know I want them to talk, and that's well, that's all I can say. Okay. What's your favorite animal? Penguins. That's, hence the name. So we'll interview penguin now. Who, Trill, can you start off the interview for us?
2: Why do you love Satan? I don't love Satan. I'm a I'm a, a religion philosopher and I study religions. Really? Yeah. I've read the Quran, I've read the Satanic Bible, I've read the Bible, and I've read the Torah. Wow. You
1: said, in the first group we had, you
2: said that there is no God and you worship Satan. I didn't say I worship Satan. Yes,
1: you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, so I what didn't. did you say? Clarify it. Uh, yeah, sure. I,
2: I do not remember, but I was coming off a lot of drugs.
1: Oh, so so you maybe how you you didn't say I'm not a
2: Satan worshiper.
1: So maybe he said it, but he doesn't. He's now so saying why, that's So why, Equine,
3: did you say you're a Satan worshiper entirely?
2: I didn't say I was a Satan worshiper. Equine said I wasn't a Satan He's worshiper. Okay.
3: You, guys, got him. you were, were like, you I'm a about? Satan worshiper. Ooh, no, I didn't. Are you scared of me? I
2: said, obviously, is are you scared? That means... Obviously, <laughs> yeah. means Satan is in me. You were, you were pissing me off, and I got mad, so, so I tried to piss you off. You, know, you guys got to get Bro. off my back. I'm gonna get mad. Bro. Seriously, you guys got to chill guys, out. Guys, guys. There's
1: really no reason for it to get to this point. I would love to hear like your actual views on things. It's hard for some people. I know you're like... getting heated. I would actually like to hear. I think it's fascinating that you've learned all that stuff. I think you guys can chill a little bit. I know what you're doing. I've done this a million times. I can get people worked up in less than a minute. So it's not a skill. It's I try. Just I just would like to. I mean. It's, I would probably lose my job, but... No, 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 you won't. Okay, I'll believe that. Um, listen, <laughs> I um, I would like to hear about like where you're actually coming from, because this is an opportunity, and I know, right. that, pe- I know that people here, 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 are pushing here, buttons here, here, in the group. Here's where I'm
2: coming from. I'm not going to use any language. You Please said, look
1: at me, because I'm the one asking the question.
2: All right, so he says I'm going to go to hell for not worshiping God, but people, people in here... All right, they've done some pretty messed up stuff. You can't just worship God and not go to hell. That's not how the Bible works. Yeah, as long as you have faith in Him. That's, 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 it's that's, called forgiving that's not us. how it works. It's, it's so, called forgiving us so, for I'm, our I'm sins. I'm, I'm, sin. so really I'm, I'm less
1: interested in the debate, and I'm more interested in hearing his philosophy. Does that make all sense? Right, he,
2: he, here's, my, oh. here's my views. All right? yeah. Bro, if the whole
4: thing of God is just... Believing there's a God. Okay, but can you not, not talk, talk down on. on God at Ga-
1: least? Guys, guys, I would like to hear what he actually feels well, and God's believes not. and his philosophy, and I don't want a judgment put on it. Same way, I don't want a judgment put on what you That's believe. That's why I just said. Can you this not is...
3: talk down on God?
1: There's but, no point of not talking down can, on God. It doesn't exist. It's I my make...
4: views. I'm allowed yeah. to share my guys, views.
2: You're allowed to share
4: your views. All
1: right, can I talk for a minute, please? This is this is this is why. Wait, pause. Listen. This is why society messed up. listen. I understand both sides of where you Stop guys fucking are. Coming laughing from. At me. Listen. I'm
4: laughing at both of you. I'm I'm asking you guys
1: the only the only way to understand someone better is to actually listen to them. When you're when you're quickly ready to challenge them, you're you're just pushing your own agenda. And you're not gonna hear him out and he's not gonna hear you. And if you have something great to, sh- uh, to I got share, a sick
4: topic. Can I can I just
1: can
2: I just share my views. Without yes, getting but interrupted. Wait a second,
1: because now you're interrupting me. I just wanna say I respect where both sides of you guys are coming from. I really do. I really do. And I understand that this is something that can really get people worked up, as it has proven to do already. I would really like, and out of respect to me, I'm asking you guys, I would really like to hear where he's coming from without anybody interrupting him and saying, Something to the contrary. And I will open it up to you guys afterwards. I promise. It's only fair. And you know I'm fair.
4: All right. So let's just go on.
1: So please, uninterrupted. All right.
2: Look. So I said that the Bible... In the Bible, you can't just find faith in God and have him forgive you. That's not how it works. All right? The Bible may say that, but in, in truth, that's not how it should work. All right?
1: But well, when, when you say should, based on what? Who's saying the should? I, you? I'm, I'm
2: going to get there, all right? Okay, okay, I'm not a Satanist, all right? But out of all the Bibles I've studied, I think the Satanic Bible has the best morals, all right? Satanism is atheism. All the high priests are atheists. They don't believe in Satan. None of us believe in Satan. I don't believe in Satan, Wait, 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 wait I don't, don't. believe in Slow down, in God. slow
1: down, because you're losing me, and I'm—, I'm Honestly, open to hearing what you have to all right. say. So, basically,
2: so, the Satanic Bible is all about respect and respecting other people and respecting mm-hmm. yourself and finding yourself. All right, there is. It's Satan was kicked out of heaven because he believed that people shouldn't just ask for forgiveness and be done with it. Dude, you, can, they, mm-hmm. you can't just do terrible things and be forgiven. It's not fair. And I agree with the views. And I, I said if I said anything about being a worshipper, it's because I needed the Bible, the Satanic Bible, to write my album, and I didn't get that. And that's okay. All right? The Bible has a lot of messed up stuff in wait, it. Wait,
1: wait, You didn't get what? I mean, you're talking you're, you're, I didn't, get, talking really I didn't get the
2: Satanic Bible to write my album. Because when I died, I overdosed on meth and died. I don't think... I don't know about you, but none of the kids in here have ever died. I died. Me and my friend both died. We choked on our vomit.
1: We, okay? Okay. I, take a deep breath because you're getting very emotional right now and and I, and, and, and I understand it was it was, it was, it was just Listen. the
2: scariest night of my life and I, I, I saw some fucked up shit man and you guys haven't seen
1: what I saw So what did you see?
2: I saw I, I woke up in a boiler room um, I was I was floating mm-hmm. and everything went black mm-hmm. I saw a gray creature reach out for me and then I woke up. What did it look like? I, I can't describe what it looked like. It wasn't it wasn't um It wasn't human It,
1: was, it wasn't, wasn't or... human, it wasn't bullshit. Listen, that's pushing you buttons have... right there. Listen. That's messed up what you did. You can leave too now. What? But yeah, because you don't call him on that when you see the guy's emotional and he's trying to share something well, He's, I he's doing, doing that for attention, bro I'm not an idiot and I can tell when somebody's emotional like that saying that you know what you're gonna try no, But you he's can saying none right of us now.
3: died and like that. That's you, just blacking you? Look, out.
1: I don't care. I was I was trying to hear him out I told you that So you can leave too because that was disrespectful and whether you believe him or not is not the point that was not respectful.
3: He's literally been preaching Satan like since he got here, and now he's saying he's not a Satanist. And like, he no, could I like- didn't,
4: I didn't hear him preach Satan once. Because what you just got
3: here like two days ago.
4: I've been here more than two days.
3: Well, he was preaching Satan way before you he got here for many days straight bitching out for not getting a satanic bible because that's what he believed in he said he has the right to believe in what he believes in that's why he wanted the satanic bible and I'm not judging him I'm just staying away from that because I believe in god and I like
4: like, why do you believe in god
3: because I've been through a lot of stuff and when I went, when I started like believing and like having faith and going to church, my life, like I actually felt like I was worth something. Like it felt like he All saved right, me. Well, you want to hear and something funny? No, I don't. I really don't want to hear that. All right, like,
1: well, there's 3,000 no, religions. To she just said she doesn't want to hear it. There's, to, please don't to, do it no, and don't no. you leave. Bro, please I don't leave. Bullshit, like. Okay, and I asked him not to say it, so.
4: All right, well, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say. I know. Never mind.
3: And like you see shit when you black out on drugs. Like that's the most common thing to do.
1: So why can't he talk about that?
3: Because he blacked a- out and he thinks he died. He never woke up in a hospital. It all happened in his room, and he woke up in his room.
1: I wanted to hear hear him the out. Thing,
4: you know the difference between when you black out and when you die?
3: Nah, because when you black out, you see shit. I've blacked out. When you uh, die, you don't. Unless you're, like, a Satanist, then, yeah, you do see that.
1: Okay. All right, so How that
4: does, fits uh, the story. I,
1: I, 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 why Why is this working you up so much, uh, Angel? I want to know he's that. F- no, please just talk Yo, to if me. You,
4: were, you see, if you were talking about some true shit, you wouldn't be so mad.
3: Because I am. Yo, shut up. Like, who even are you? Like... Bro, you a fifteen year old kid in rehab? Like, does what everybody do need, need, need okay. a fight in here today? Okay. Is no, that like, you're I also mean, a fucking fifteen year old kid in yeah, rehab. All right, stop. Yeah, both of you stop. We're changing. Hey, listen. All right, all right. Listen.
1: listen. We're, st- we're changing the what subject. Hello. And I'm going far enough
3: because I actually want to stop. I'm here for a reason. All right, listen.
1: I'm going to shut your mics off in a second. I, this is not a group to come and fight.
3: No, because I'm already in a pissy mood, and now he's just making me even You're more pissy. Like now everybody listen, here bothers me.
1: I'm not interested in watching everybody fight and, and storm off or whatever. Came here to help. If you guys don't want that, we'll just sit here and do nothing.
0: Thank you for listening to Unnoticed Observer, your window into group therapy. Each episode covers a new theme to open the conversation about mental health and offer insight and guidance. New episodes are released every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Join us on your favorite podcast listening app and make sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook. At unnoticed observer podcast for more. And remember, if you or someone you love is struggling with any mood, behavioral or personality related matters, there is help.